The contents of our show have many references to alcohol and drinking. We want to acknowledge our friends in recovery and let them know we love you and support you. If you or someone you know is a person with substance use disorder, you can call 1-800-662-HELP. Sitters here, taxis not far, meet you at the closest bar. No toddler cries until sunrise, slowly sip that whiskey ride. Gather parents for us near, it's time to hit that bottle of beer. Hey you! Ooh, hey, Hi! How are you? Good! Good. Rocky start. (laughs) They don't even need to know about the Rocky start. (laughs) No, that was not even. It's been. That was smooth sailing, right? That was smooth sailing. And it's been rainbows. I actually was just thinking to myself, maybe I need a glass of wine and I'll just tell Alicia, not to mention what time it is. Um, I fully agree with that statement. I think I'm going to go get a drink. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go get a glass of wine because also it's from the winery. And I feel like I should. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to. We have to talk about it. it has we to have be to real. talk about it. Okay. Yeah. BRB. Okay, we'll be back. We are back. And we're back. And we're back. We have drinks. I have a beer. You have wine, I guess. I have this beautiful rosé from Ashes and Diamonds. Cheers. Cheers. Ashes and Diamonds? Is that the name of the of the winery? Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. It was the first one we went to was Gunlach Bunchen. Oh, they it's were saying like, Gunlock Bunchen, but I'm going with the German pronunciation. I think it's Bavarian, but I was like Gunlock Bunchen. <laughs> it's like Giselle Bunchen's grandfather. Just, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that place was really pretty. It had like a beautiful view of just all the rolling hill mountains. Yeah, the winery was really pretty. There was a little lake there, <clears throat> and. Uh, but they were a little, they were a little slow, so, um, they lose a few points for not getting us our tastings quick enough. <laughs> Wait, so real uh, quick though, you went up to, you went up North this weekend, you and Owen took yes. a whole road trip and Owen and I, yes, we, uh, I don't find, I know some people find it stressful to travel with children. Um, I find airplanes stressful. I do not find driving stressful Same, yeah. for the most part, for the yeah. most part. Um, and I, it's funny because a couple of people were like, you're driving up there. I'm like, yeah, it's only it's less than six hours because Brian and Andrew live in Berkeley. So, uh, yeah. So we hopped in the car Friday morning early and, um, spent the weekend in, in Berkeley slash San Francisco. And we hadn't seen them for a long time and I'd never seen their house and they've been there for a few years now. So it was lovely. And Owen was Honestly, for no naps and for long drives in the car, the drive the drive down there, he was perfect. And I'm gonna be maybe maybe this is a unpopular opinion, but he had his tablet the entire time, and I don't care because <laughs> he was happy and calm. Threw him in a diaper, <laughs> and and off we went. But it was really it was really great, and. Um, and Brian, who is the just the ultimate host, Brian and Andrew, great, amazing hosts. But I think Brian just enjoys the, uh, like making you know, 
planning things. So we had yeah. a lot going on and he is so amazing. He got us on a sailboat around the bay and Owen loved every second of it. It was really cute. He just kept going, guys, this is so much fun. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and he was like cuddled up next to Brian and then yeah. in between Brian and Andrew. And I'm just sitting on the bench by myself, like living my life, being a boat bitch. Yep. Taking a, taking a moment. I had a moment and then uh, I had a crush on the, oh my God, this is so funny. I had a little crush on the uh, first mate. <laughs> I was like, okay, Caleb, you can sail me anytime. Um, oh, wait, what is then, I love that you know what a first mate is, but what is a first mate? <laughs> I know it's like a boat term and I know that, but. Yeah. So captain, captain is the main guy and first mate's the bartender. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was like jumping around the boat doing the sail stuff. And, uh, and then he was our, he, he gave us our drinks cause we had drinks, uh, with the, we got a couple, a couple beverages with our, uh, sail. And, um, when we were leaving, I, <laughs> we tipped him and, uh, I handed Brian my money and then I was like, can I do it? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sure. So I like handed Caleb the money and uh, Brian was like I love that you even caught his name like I have no idea what that guy's name was and you were you had it um and did you I had a phone number on a dollar bill or anything I should have no I did not but I'll tell you hold on so I hand him the money and he was like oh thank you and then he was like there's a great park over uh in Dolores Park you should go there and he was like yelling it at us as we were walking away like go to Dolores Park um and we actually ended up going over to we didn't actually stop at the park but we went over to the park he's like you should go and then you should you should just and maybe Caleb's there waiting for you. Maybe he is. He's like, that's oh what I, that's what he was trying to shout as you're walking away. I'll meet you there. <laughs> I'll be there. And he was like, there's a, great, there's, there's a great playground. I'll see you on the slide. Uh, Come inside the no, tunnel with me. <laughs> but when we got home that night, put Owen to bed, and we were just cozy up drinking wine on the couch, watching Girls 5 Eva, and I was like, listen. I'm going to do some snooping. Yes. And I found him on Instagram and I started following him, which yes, is the creepiest did. fucking Yes, thing. you did. Tell me everything. Oh, that's it. That was the end of it. Then I woke uh, up the next morning and I was like, huh, I forgot I did that. I love that. The skills uh, that we acquire when we really want something are quite I know, impressive. I know. It was funny because I, I was like, oh, I found him. <laughs> And yep. Brian was like, how? I'm like, well, he's just on the website as like a, a staff oh. member. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, he's, you know. I know his astrological sign. I know his, I know his, I know. his time of birth. Is... He's a Scorpio. And, <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, it was super fun. It was, it was silly, but um, they live in a really cute, Berkeley is so cute. I've never been to so Berkeley. Cute. Yeah. So cute. Just the energy there it's it's so I told you this but it's very like east coast on the west coast like it has a feeling of what I felt and maybe it was just the weather but it felt like New York City in the fall on the west coast yeah I don't know what that means but that was just like it. the feeling yep yep I totally get it <laughs> I read your writer. I, I knew the specific. What, what would be on your writer? Sorry, this is a sharp left. I <laughs> this is going to be the most fun episode. Oh, man. What would be? Uh, well, I was just having this conversation with somebody and I was like, yeah, put that in your writer. What the fuck were we talking about? What would you have? 
All right. So like realistically, what where, where I'm at right now in my life, I feel like would be a lot different if I was like a multi-platinum True. person. Well, yeah. I probably would be an asshole or something. I don't know. I feel like that's just what happens with fame. You just become an asshole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm going to stay humble. Um, no, um, I think I would have beer. I'd probably ask for like Stella or Modelo. <laughs> then... A bottle of mezcal, yeah. yes. water, yes. a joint, ibuprofen, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe some salami. Nice. Yes. Um, let's see. Let's see. Maybe some, uh, uh, some more meat, maybe. Great. Maybe just, a, just a, charcut- a charcuterie, but <laughs> just meats. Yeah, just no, no. I don't need a whole a steak. A meat but. plate. It's kind of like <laughs> the same thing. Like, this is what I would ask for for my final meal, too, right? Like, if I was on death row, I would ask for... All the beer. All the, All the tequila. We get fucked up. <laughs> Why not? If you're dying, right? I mean, can you do that? Can you, you ask for able. alcohol for, on your death row? I don't know. Maybe it wow. fucks with the. Where is this going? I don't know. <laughs> Let's look it up. Um, I yeah, I would just like want water, and then I would want um, water, booze, maybe some weed, and ibuprofen, and. <laughs> Um, I'm not a snack person, so I don't know. Like, I can't think of anything. Like, I would well, want yeah, like a cheeseburger or it like. Could be, it could be other things too. It could be like, I need a specific, I need a framed photo of Justin Guarini at my bedside. <laughs> I need. Okay. Are you adding that to yours? <laughs> no, that wouldn't be in my particular rider. Uh, <laughs> it could be in someone's. It probably is not. Uh, no, I would want, uh, I would want, uh, just one small refrigerator full of appraisal. Yeah. I would want, um, huge ass wine glasses to put it in like the big fancy ones. Yeah. So that I could feel, uh, so I could do this. this. Swirl so I could swirl it around like a whirlpool mm-hmm. and jump in later. And then, uh, I'd want a pair of roller skates. Just roller skate around your green. <laughs> Here's all this like crashing sounds. I'm like, oh, just Sarah's <laughs> roller skating in her green room again, knocking over Listen, all the tables. I'm a little bit offended that you think I'm that poor at skating. I don't think I, you know what, to be fair, I've never seen you on roller skates, but I imagine that you're phenomenal at it. I would not say phenomenal. I uh, just don't know with your bottle, with your wine fridge of Aperol and roller skates. Oh my I think it's going to be a great time. It actually sounds like a great time. I know. I, Can I come? Yes, of course. I need you in the green room as well. That's part yes. of my rider. Yes. Um, and a babysitter. Oh, oh, I probably have that already, but just in case. Yeah. Just in case. We don't take care of our children when we're when we're rich. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We shouldn't have to. That's what money is for. <laughs> Cheers to that. Okay, Cheers. so back to um, Instagram stalking. I'm really proud of you that you did that. Thank you. I was over it immediately, as is uh, right. As, as is <laughs> you with everything. <laughs> no, not everything. Just men. Just men. In no, general. I just, um, I just am still not in a place that. Uh, well, we're going to talk about we're we're talking yeah. about it today. Marriage and feelings of marriage and and the uh, 
concept of it, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. It was fun. It was a fun little moment. And then I was like, oh, he lives in San Francisco anyway, and he rides boats all day. So yeah, um, it got real, it got real, real fast, Mm -hmm. but it is fun to have those like 10 minutes of fantasy where you're like, I mean, we've talked about it, but like having a crush on someone is just, even if it's for a 20 minute train ride into the city, you know, like the, having that like moment of that person's really fun to look at and yeah. I'm going to fantasize for 20 minutes yeah. about it. Yeah. It's just a fun, yeah. Yes. It was just yeah. a totally fun, cute little moment where I was making jokes about, you know, about Caleb and I's future sailing off into the yeah. Pacific. But, um, Anyway, the whole, the trip in general, the trip was super fun and uh, I'm so grateful. Actually, this is what I wanted to say. My favorite, I had many lovely moments, but my favorite moment was Sunday night after we put Owen to bed and Brian had spent maybe an hour at least helping him put together that Lego. Mm-hmm. Uh, tiny pieces, you guys, the tiniest. What the fuck is Lego doing? I... Uh, technically it's for six-year-olds, so maybe that's why, but, yeah. uh, but Owen did good and Brian was very, very patient. I was looking at him like, you dreamy, dreamy human. How yeah. are you doing this? Um, oh, because you don't have to do it every day. Right, exactly. Um, but uh, I put Owen to bed and I went and sat back down next to him. And I was just like, oh, and he looked at me and he's like, I know you know this, but being a parent is really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he might have said it more eloquently, but he was basically like, I see you. And it was really nice. Yeah. That's really um, nice. They seemed lovely. They're so lovely. Yeah. I mean, and at the second winery, Owen didn't nap, so he gets crazy. Sorry, he gets um, overstimulated. Not crazy. Um, he gets overstimulated and running around. This place, Ashes and Diamond was the second place we went to, and it was beautiful. It was very mod. You got there. They had those, like, boxes of water ready for you, a little charcuterie, talking Love charcuterie. It. Love it. Uh, it was super cute. But Owen just wanted to run around yeah and at one point there's other people there and there's other people with kids there but who were not running around like Owen uh so Brian also got up to chase him at one point which was nice because I was just chasing him around half most of the time yeah but at one point he's swinging around a light pole just swinging around it screaming and I'm like everybody hates us and he turns and he goes I love you mom and collectively <laughs> collectively yes collectively everybody was like oh Oh, oh my god! I was like, there he is. Oh, and he knows how to get it. Yeah. He can be like running around for whatever amount of time, and then it was like, "Mommy, you're the best mommy in the world." And it's like, oh, you had to do that, you son of a bitch, uh, you son of, yeah. you son of me, you son of me. And sometimes I'm a bitch, so uh, no, it was, it was it was really great. You know, you have moments. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and single yeah. motherhood has its challenges when you don't have someone else to pass the buck off to. So, um, for the most part we did good, but it was a lovely, lovely weekend and, uh, feeling refreshed. I am the reason good. this episode is late to all of you out there. Yeah. I'm part of, big part of the reason. I've been Here's, a little busy. It's okay. Or yes, you have. Yeah. All and, good things. And very, yes. I feel, uh, I feel like our, We've really shifted energy. Yeah. I think right? so. I, I think. I mean. In a positive way, I feel like, uh, you know, nothing's perfect. But I think that 
energies are shifting. Winds are changing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff happening um, in my life right now, I guess. Yeah. And, and, you know, here's the thing, though, is, like, I, I like to talk about it with you because that's my safe space and I can tell you everything and I send you obnoxious stories and whatever the fuck is going on in my life and I tell you the things that are making me so happy. But what I always say to you, though, is, like, I'm so scared to talk about it because I I'm know. so nervous that – Really? <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm emotional. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I am so scared of good things happening because, um, oh God, I don't even care if people listen to me cry. She's like, I want to just get this out without crying. <laughs> um, there just hasn't been good things in my life for a long time. And I think that this journey of getting out of something that I was so unhappy in and getting back into like falling in love with myself again. And like, this is something I actually, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it on the podcast or not, but, um, and I didn't tell you, so I'm just going to tell you right now, but I saw yesterday, there was this thing that said, self-love is the beginning of love mm. and it like it just like hit really really heavy because this year things happened that allowed me to finally like be on my own and fall in love with myself again and to be proud of myself and to stand up for myself and somehow over those past years it was lost yeah and even though it doesn't sound like it right now, I'm really happy. <laughs> um, getting it back just like felt and feels like really, really good. And, and it's empowering. And I feel like there was this like fire that was being fanned for so long. And when it was kind of left alone, it like grew really big and really strong and I'm feeling it again and I'm happy again. And, and I love the person that I'm, I am and becoming, I mean, yesterday when I was thinking about this, I'm like, do I love the person I am or the person I'm becoming? And I was like, it's a process. So yeah, yes. I need to love myself at all the stages. Yes. person I am right now and the person who I'm hoping to keep working towards. Um, but I no longer have to make excuses for how I feel and what I do and make excuses for other people and and worry that these things that other people have weren't going to happen for me. And when you remove all of that because you're out of a shitty place and you're just on your own, like even that is a huge weight off your shoulders. Yeah. Like me yeah. not having to be like, well, those people are happy. Why can't I be happy? It's like now I don't even think of it that way because I'm not in it anymore. So I don't have to yeah. like, I don't have to listen to like, music and go like this is fucking bullshit like that's not real like people don't right. get along like you know like when you're out of that you stop comparing yourself to everything that's going on around you and I finally feel like my happiness is coming from within with yeah and it's just um um there's uh there's just good shit and I and I don't know 
you know, how, what exactly I'm trying to say here, but I think that it's just, I'm, I'm in a place where, yeah, I've been busy cause I'm, um, seeing someone and it's fucking awesome. And we like ran, um, who was it? My mom yesterday was, I was on the phone with my mom and she's like, just like, tell me about this whole situation. And I'm like, I'll sum it up as he summed it up. And we like bumped into a friend of ours at a bar the other day. And they were like, what's going on with like, what is this? <laughs> like, cause like everyone knows us as two separate people, but yeah. don't know us as together. Yeah. And, um, I was outside, so I didn't like hear any of this conversation, but, um, they were like, what is this? And he's like, you know, we're, we're together. Like, that's just what it is. And then she was like, okay, I'll like, I'll be quiet about it. He's like, you don't have to be quiet about it. And she goes, I just want my friends to be happy. And he just goes, listen, like you have two really happy people right now. And that was just like it. It was like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's all anybody needs to know. Yeah. Is that you have two really happy people and that's not, this isn't like my end all be all of why I'm happy right now, but it is, um, I feel safe and happy and unexpectedly. So, so, um, just trying to, the point was, I think is I'm trying to let it ride out and I'm trying to enjoy every second and I get really scared to talk about it because I feel like every time it's like a curse against the good when you when you speak about it out loud and so I'll tell Sarah things and I'm like I don't want to tell anyone I don't want to tell anybody else like even about like the job and like other things like that like I didn't even tell you about the job you know like until I got until I got an offer like I know I get so scared of of protecting things and keeping them close to me because I I don't want them to to get hurt and I'm so expecting of things to fuck up because that's just how it's always been like well, it's not going to be that anymore because that is a limiting belief that you're going to fucking let go of because it's not the truth. And that's a hard thing to let go of. I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow, but you've already started letting go of it. And I think talking about this right now is a sign that you're going to be able to feel more comfortable talking about these as time goes on. And I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Because seeing you happy brings me a lot of joy, selfishly. Um, And I want you to talk about these things and feel good about these things. And I love it. Yeah, it's just like, how do people just live happily? (laughs) I don't know. You're not. I have no idea. (laughs) Because how how do you just like enjoy every day? Every day, I'm like, it's a great day, and I'm having. And I'm having so much fun, and I'm enjoying myself. And then all and of a sudden, and then and then this like, boom! What if this fucking person just like stabs you in the chest from behind, and like steals all your beer at the beach, and then like everything goes wrong, and your car doesn't start? <laughs> <laughs> like, let me fucking live, Lish. Right. Like, it's the it's this little. It's like I think about Owen talking about like monsters, nightmares in his closet. He calls them nightmares now. Nightmares in his closet. I'm like, babe, I got nightmares in my closet too. Just shut the fucking door. <laughs> Like, I love that. I love that. Just shut the door. Lock the door. They're not nightmares that are that are you're hiding. They're not. It's not like the skeletons. These are these are things that need to stay in the closet and not come out and, yeah. and overtake. They're yeah. they're imaginary. 
I mean, here's the thing, though. It's like this is what anxiety is, right? Like we, it's age, yes, yes. We, we prep and prep and prep for disaster so that when mm-hmm. a disaster happens, we feel prepared. And no matter how many times I can prep and prep and prep, you're never fully prepared to mm-hmm. be fucked over or, or whatever it, the situation might end up being. But my anxiety tells me that, Alicia, you haven't had good things happen in, I mean, anything good that's happened as I've either decided to leave it or it's it's hurt me to the point of somebody dying or yeah. Yeah. or um, emotional abuse and things like that. So it's like it's a, it feels like or job loss or friendship yeah. loss or all of that. It just feels like all good things come to an end. And I hate that mentality because it's I know you can't live that way because what you put out, you get in and yes. manifesting well, this greatness is so important, but I, I'm having a really hard time It's feeling okay to be happy and stuff because yeah. you're just, it's like impending doom we talk about. Like it's, it's that impending doom that I just feel like is inevitable and that something's going to suck tomorrow or like later today, like something's bound to suck. And Well, it's, it's that, it's, it's worry too. It's like that, that, it, I, I was trying to find this quote. I literally, I just found it and I was like, my God, that is so perfectly put and I'm not going to be able to find it in time. But basically like, what does worry do for you? If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So it's like, you can't, right. you're just making your time suck when you could just be enjoying it. And then if it ends, it ends and you deal with it then. But like you hating it before it's time to hate it doesn't, you know, I mean, we right. don't, you know, it's just, it's like, Worry is a fucking bitch. Uh-huh. Anxiety, worry, it's all, it's... And it's, like, disguised as productivity oh, and... So yes, like, yes. Like... Yes. The veil of... Protection. It's yeah, fucking yeah, exactly. protection. Yeah. It's, it's you protecting yourself. Yeah. But from what? But that's... But it's, just, it's still, like, you think about it, and it's like, what am I protecting myself from? I think, it, you know, I've been more conscious of this when I keep, I, I, you know my anxiety is insane as well. It's like, uh, when you can actually kind of come in and notice it when it's happening, it's a little bit easier to be like, Oh wait, fuck. But like most of the time you don't have that awareness because you're just, your body's like, I'm going to protect myself from getting hurt. I'm going to protect myself from, uh, that's what it is. It's a protection. It's a way Mm -hmm. to protect yourself. Yeah. So we think, well, so you're, it's fight or flight, you know, it's, it's, it's what your body's, system does and it's it takes a lot to unlearn and to rewire that shit yeah let me know figure it out let me know because therapy (laughs) yeah right yeah I swear to god every time I every time I talk to her I say something and she goes you're doing it again okay you're doing it again all right you did it again and I'm like cool 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 you can't because it's so hard to just say that, like I don't know what I said last time I talked to her and I was like yeah I did okay she's like you did good I'm like I did good <laughs> like, just, can you just can you just say right. it and mean it right I'm like no I can't I, I can't think that's what it is it feels again like speaking about this imposter syndrome happiness and mm-hmm. confidence and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a I, confident person I I think but speaking about myself not so much I think confident in my beliefs and my education and, and things that I know and my opinions I'm confident in, but I don't know 
saying I did great is not something that comes naturally to me because it feels just like being like, I am happy does not feel entirely honest, honest, but it is. And I feel wrong saying it. Like it doesn't feel like it's me. It's like an out of body person saying this or some fucking weird science bullshit like that. I don't know, but Uh, I mean, the truth is, yeah, the truth is it's, it's, it's also, um, you're allowed to change and you're allowed to be different than you were and embrace that. And the person that you are becoming is not separate, but the person that you're becoming doesn't have to go, oh, I used to do these things, so I should do them again, which I think is that safe space of like, this is what I've been doing for so long. So I just go back to it. And it's scary to go, oh, I, I don't want to go back to that anymore. I don't want to do those things anymore. Yeah. And I think, I mean, for me, the hardest part is sometimes I still go back to those things that I was doing that were comforting and bad and, and bad habits or whatever, or they were hurting me or whatever it was. And the hardest part of that is to go, okay, I did it, but that doesn't define me and I'm going to keep moving forward. It doesn't, I don't go 300 steps back when I do something that I am used to doing. It's called fucking progress and it's called, uh, um, life mm-hmm. and, um, sorry, went on a little tangent, but, um, basically, yeah, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard to change and there's no other way to say that. And, uh, you're doing it, but you're doing it. And I think that's pretty amazing. And you're doing it. You are doing it. Nobody's doing it for you. So that's conscious and that's fighting all of the bad shit. So you should be fucking proud of yourself. You should be fucking proud of yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your face. All right. So let's talk about marriage. Yikes. Two women, two women who have never been married. Nope. Not even close. Uh, not even mm-hmm. ever. Uh, never, never talked. Uh, that's uh, 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 no. I've I've actually never been in a in a relationship where marriage has come up. Have you been uh, with somebody that you thought about wanting that I, to marry? That I wanted to. Um, I think that my uh, my relationship. I wanted, I wanted to be married. I wanted to get married very badly when I was young. When mm-hmm. I was young, the idea of romance and marriage, I, you know, I was hopeless romantic. Everybody was like, Sarah falls in love all the time. Like it was always, and it always felt like a negative thing, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. I never felt it was a positive, but it, I never felt like people thought it was a positive thing. Yeah. Like I always felt like I was getting, uh, that it was like, oh, Sarah's, you know, it's like, oh, there she is again. It never felt like something I should embrace. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think I probably, because it probably didn't feel honest to who I was anyway, but, but I, I, I love passionately and fiery and quickly. And it's like a very fast thing when it happens. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I love you's come out quick and, and that's all it's, that's all of my relationships I ever had. Yeah. Joe and, and 
and prior and none of them have worked. So not saying I want to change who I am, but I think that my idea of what love was and what marriage should be was I'm looking around at what other people have and going, well, this is what they're doing. So let me try to do this. And all of the men I dated had some sort of thing I probably wanted to change. So I never fully like there's looking back. It's a lot easier for me to say this looking back, but, uh, the only time so yeah, I probably wanted to marry all of them, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I, I I could tell you. I, I think I had probably three like love like oh love of like very real loves. Yeah. For what I think you know, for what love meant to me, and and one of them yeah. was my high school boyfriend. And uh, thank God I didn't marry him, Dave. Yes, thank God. <laughs> Uh, he's on his fourth marriage now. And, uh, we were just talking about this. Some men uh or people want to get married time and time again. Yes. Uh, he is one of those. It immediately popped in my mind. Like you just can't be alone. Needs to have somebody. And and to that, that's your thing. That's your thing. Yeah. Um, and then there was someone else that I don't think you and I've ever really talked about. And I dated him, uh, when I was living in Pittsburgh And looking back at the relationship, of course, it wasn't like, it wasn't even, it was like eight or nine months and I moved to New York at the end of it. So it was, you know, obviously like it wasn't meant to last forever, but something about that relationship felt more healthy than other relationships had. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he is a person. I just, I, I, I just, I loved him. Um, and then I was like a hot mess and that breakup was really fucking hard for me um and then uh I loved Jeffrey but Jeffrey is like my Peter Pan and I will like always love Jeffrey yeah um and then so there's I guess there's four because I mean you know Joe's the father of my child and I I I fell in love with him very quickly but uh uh that relationship to me is something so much different so it's not I don't think of that as like yeah, it's changed. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a very. I actually was reading um, something that was really nice about seeing an ex or or closure. I was reading something about closure, and it was like, what do you what defines closure for you? What does it mean for you? And somebody wrote, feeling nothing, nothing. I saw the person and I felt nothing. And when I see Joe now, I don't feel hate for him. I don't feel anger for him but I feel zero love for him. And it's honestly like the most beautiful thing because it will help us be better parents to Owen in whatever capacity that becomes. But man, it feels good not to hate somebody. You know what I mean? Like, um, and maybe at one point I thought we would get married because we had a kid. So there's that, like, you know, you have a kid with somebody and you go, well, this is what we're supposed to do is get married. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, throughout the pregnancy, obviously I knew that wasn't going to happen and I didn't want that, but there's still in the back of your mind, this thing that goes, are people expecting it? Um, is this what I should do? I grew up in this house where, uh, life, I grew up in this life where, you know, Catholic and religion and, you know, kids out of wedlock, you got to get married. Um, but Joe and I, I don't think we ever even talked about it. I don't think it was ever a conversation. I mean, we barely talked about moving in together with him. He, he, he had a foot in and three feet out, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, basically all of that same marriage has been a, 
it has never been in my grasp. Uh, it has been more of a, it's supposed to happen sort of thing for my past life. Mm-hmm. I feel differently about it today, um, which we can talk about, but uh, just, that's my, that's my experience my non-experience with marriage. I, cause you know what? I actually thought I used to think of my parents as like the ideal, right? My parents met when they were 15, got married, had three kids, four kids. There's four. And then, you know, my mom got sick, passed away. So there's like this, like, it was so romantic in my mind that they had this like beautiful and they loved each other yeah. very much. Um, so for me, it was like, Dave was it. Cause he, we met when we were 15, 16, 16, yep. 17, we were supposed to get married. That was just the way it goes. You meet your yep. high school person and they're your person. And so I think I held on to that for that weird, like, you know, I dated him again after, you know, it's like, I just felt like that was the romance of it was, yep. you know, we were meant to be and yep. we fucking weren't, yep. <laughs> so. but, um, but that's where, yeah, that's where I, uh, before Owen, that was sort of my journey into yeah, marriage, the thoughts of marriage. The thoughts of marriage, yeah. Yeah, which are completely different now <clears throat> for me. Yeah. Did you ever? Um, I can say confidently there was only one person that I thought yeah. I could be with this person so far. For the rest yeah. of my life. And yeah. um, and we met young. You know, we met when I was 15. And we're together for a long time. And that there was, it, it was just that thing of like, I can never get sick of this person. I don't see myself yeah. ever getting yeah. sick of this person. And right. um, we liked all the same things. You know, like our nights were spent listening to music. He was being playing music. I'm listening to music or days were filled with exploring and adventuring and going on it was it was the things that I wanted in my life and have always wanted in my life and it felt like with him every box was like ticked I mean minus our massive blowouts (laughs) that we would have (laughs) um but it was young love it was yeah it was young love and in you know unfortunately who I considered the first love of my life and maybe possibly the love of my life. And up until that point, um, yeah, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. He, um, died when, you know, he died when he was 27 and I was 25 and it was, and still is one of the most awful things that, you know, I mean, you know, with grief and losing somebody that you love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of was like, okay, well then that's it. Like I'm never getting married because the only person yeah. I ever considered marrying was this guy. Yeah. Um, right. And that's now done. And when can I ever going to feel like that about anybody again? Like, I mean, like I'm a person who I'll start dating you and same thing. I love you's come out quickly. I'm excited about it. I'm into it. And then like fucking weeks go by and I'm like, I gotta go, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, like a, I, I check out and, and that part of me has always scared me because looking back upon reflection, like upon reflection, looking at how I felt about Nick, Nick, I haven't even used his name yet, Nick. Um, it was, I didn't see that ever happening. Like there wasn't even a moment of like, no, I don't want to be with this person. Like through all of our fights, through everything, it was always, always, always us. Like no matter what happened, it was, you know, like when, 
when he died, people were like, like, are you going to be okay, Lish? <laughs> like, yeah. what happens now? And we weren't even together when he passed away, but we, um, whatever, this isn't a conversation about Nick. But no, Nick was my one person that I thought I would marry. And then I was in a relationship in my early 20s for four years with this guy. And and that was great. It ended up feeling like at the end of it, though, that I was going to be like barefoot and pregnant, which, you know, yeah. we wanted to talk about. And and I told him like from the get go, like, I mean, my mom has said to me since I was like five years old, I said, I'm never getting married. Like, I've never talked about I've never talked about getting married. I've never talked about wedding dresses. I've never talked about like and my best friend, my sister, Natalie, is like had it probably like had like a Pinterest yeah, yeah, yeah. board oh before God, the yeah. Pinterest board. <laughs> Like, I feel like she was like the wedding plan that movie the yeah, wedding planner. Yes. Like she was J Lo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I was around all that. And you know, all my siblings, I have three siblings, they're all married. They uh, two of them got married. What? Oh, I was just gonna say same. I'm one of <laughs> seven and I'm the only one not married. Well, sorry. Scott's not married again, but he's close. Um, um and so I was, it was just never something that I thought about needing. I always said I wanted like commitment ceremony. I was like, if anything, I would want a commitment ceremony. I just want to like get up there, have us like, you know, nobody officiating or anything and confess our love and then have a big fucking party. And like, yeah. I would still totally, I want to wear a dress. I want to be proposed I to. Yeah. I want to have a fucking party yeah. where it's all about me. But I don't <laughs> want I just don't want to be married, I don't think. Like, I don't – Yeah. because what it sounds like is, like, we had this conversation earlier with our friend who was married. And, um, you know, what they said is, like, getting married is so easy and getting divorced is so messy and it's hard and, and you resent each other. Whereas a breakup, it's just like, okay, bye. Yes, it fucking sucks and it's hard and it's heartbreaking and it's horrible. But there's no – there's less chances of resentment and anger and money, <laughs> money spent, yeah, right? Getting yeah, divorced and yeah, splitting money and, yeah. and all of that shit. So I think for me, the the legality of it all was something that I never wanted to have be a part of my life. And right. that guy that I was dating in my early 20s, it felt like that's where this was going. And I kept telling him, I'm not that girl. Like, I'm not ever going right. to be married home with kids. Like, that's, it's not in the cards for me. Kids weren't right. in the cards for me. Right. Um. And then with my most recent ex, you know, Billy, who we had the kid with, the kid, River with. That kid. Um, that that whole thing. That one kid. No, I love her so much. Um, that it, it was a conversation, but I never, I knew when I was, I'm sorry if anybody's listening to this and this is heavy, but anytime I would picture it, I couldn't picture it with him. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't. I couldn't, that's not who I saw if right. I'm walking down an aisle or if I'm doing whatever. I mean, we got so far as planning locations for a wedding yeah. and we were never even engaged. And that's the thing. It's like, why are we talking yeah. about this? If you haven't even fucking asked me to marry you, like yeah. it, it just, it's, it was a, well, it was not, I mean, not to say it was the same thing as that, but like, it's that thought still, right? You have a kid together. Yeah. So you didn't, he didn't ask you to marry him, but it was just like, oh, well, this is just the next step. It just yeah. felt like this is what the next step is right I love that I did air quotes I love that I do this like people can see me right as I'm talking you can't see me <laughs> he's uh, doing air quotes right, <laughs> thank you allegedly <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. um 
and it, it's it's just never been a real thing. But again, like, I mean, do I have a screenshots of dresses I think are fucking stunning? Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Kind of like, I have a fucking Pinterest board that I still add to. Okay. I, I, never, went, I never went that far. I've never, I, I think the, the furthest I go is I follow this one wedding dress company and they make their dresses in Australia. And it's called Grace Loves Lace and their dresses are like fucking yeah like hippie lace gorgeous just like fucking stunning and like totally my style and like I'm like yeah if I was ever to get married or whatever that would be it but like I just honestly I just don't think it's in the cards for me I want to be proposed to like so bad I just want somebody to love me that much you know like to be like that's what it is I want somebody to be like I love this person so much that I can't imagine them not being with me and and for some reason it sucks that that's what marriage says in my head that marriage means forever when we know more than what is it like 40 42 percent of marriages end in divorce or some shit like that yeah I mean it's well I think what I what I read was uh, in November (laughs) no I mean like it's it's I mean it's 50 it it was 50 percent for a long time I don't know the statistics of of the day but I'm I'm sure it's not fluctuated too much except November of 2020 divorce rate hit a 50 year low. So whatever it's at, I'm guessing right now is like a low for it. But I think it's because less people are getting married. I don't think right. it's because people are staying married longer or maybe they are uh, because they're getting married later. That's, and yeah. So divorce yeah. rates, you know, like it's not, it's not all of a sudden people are happily married. <laughs> I think right. it's the, the, the weight of marriage has shifted. The way people are getting married has shifted. The the idea of marriage is shifting. Like it is a made up fucking thing. Like yeah. it, to devote yourself to someone forever, to buy a wedding ring, like all of this stuff is, it comes from somewhere and it's not, it comes from ca- like, I don't have, we didn't really deep dive into this, but uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's it's a made up thing, right? So like, anyway, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about being with somebody forever. I think that as I get older, I could see myself spending the rest of my life with one person because also you just want to like have somebody that you can share shit with and not have to start that over. Like, I think that's the hard part about dating now too. It's like, ugh, I just don't want to I don't want to have to tell everybody about who I am and what I'm doing. I got a lot going on. And like, yeah. you know, you're either in that or you're not, yeah. you know? Uh, but think about getting married in your twenties. Can you imagine? I absolutely no. would have been divorced by now. Oh my God. I, I would hope. Probably. So. I would hope I'd be divorced. <laughs> <If> I... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, he doesn't listen to the podcast, but if I was to marry that person that I dated in my early twenties, Oh God bless my Yes. that I would well, be out of it by now. I think about being like in Ohio in a marriage. It's just not who I am. It's just, I've been fighting that. I, I, I kept yeah. thinking that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. That's what. And then I'm like, I never want, thank God I've run away from everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, but, but funny. Cause you were, you know, you said you never wanted kids. I thought I wanted marriage because I wanted kids. I think mm-hmm. like I always have wanted children. And I never, I think growing up, I think about that. It's really funny because I never thought about the man as a man. I just wanted the kids. So it was like, I thought about a family as an entity. Yeah. And like, you know, the man's a part of that because they help you create it. But like. How many people do you think think like that though? Because when you just said that, it's like, oh yeah, that's, when you picture your family, you, you obviously know you're going to love the kid. But I wonder if you're like, 
the guy can just be whatever, you know, like, because people, I mean, loveless marriages are a thing. And I just, I can't, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe this is us and maybe we're alone that we don't, we want to be fucking balls to the wall in love. Like I want to, I want to be like, you know, can't eat, can't sleep, reach for the stars over the fence, world series kind of shit. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, okay, yes, yes. And on top of that, the idea of not settling and knowing that, like, we don't have to be with people just to be with people. Like, that's important. Yeah. Like, wanting something that passionate and that you can have that it's okay to want something like that like I think that there's this other mindset that well you're never going to get that so you might as well just just yep. you know settle it can it, yeah relationships can be mediocre and fulfilling in other stuff. ways I've heard somebody <laughs> told me this before and no shit I've heard somebody say to me before and this was an older couple so whatever I mean maybe this is what it's like but this woman had lost her husband and she was getting remarried and it was a friend of mine's mother. And, and I was like, Oh, like that, I'm so happy for your mom. She's like, Oh, well they don't like love each other. They just like love oh. spending time together and love having a partner and like love to go do stuff with and like having a buddy in life and, and all this. And I'm like, well, do they like have sex? Like, do they like, are they like intimate or are they, you know, like yeah. in love with each other? And she's like, well, no, they, sorry they love each other it's just not like I'm so in love with you and like we're kissing and and things like that and she's like oh but she's the happiest she's ever been and I'm like I maybe that's some ways that people do things it's just not yeah well or what was her first marriage maybe the first marriage was the love of her life and like the second marriage is something different because they already had that one thing so now they need something different out of life I mean I I get that I get that and I and I I get I guess I guess what I don't get is being with somebody who you're not happy with, like right. being with somebody just to be somebody with somebody so that you have a father for your kid. Like this is my kid's father. So I'm going to stay with them because, and I know that there's reasons for that too. So please, I, I, I like, I understand there's so many different perspectives, but I don't understand as a human wanting to spend time or be with somebody for any other reason than I choose to be with them. Right. It just doesn't make sense. Because that's what it all comes down to. We have to choose that person every single day. You have to, and you want that person to choose you too, because the world is a fucking scary place. And um, I I don't know, this is one way or another, but I saw this, it was a thing on TikTok, and Mm. this girl was like, um, (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) I was going to be like, see, we are not geriatric millennials. We actually, are fucking down, down with TikTok. Down with TikTok. Actually, the person I'm dating, their boss, uh, he was telling his boss about TikTok. And I was like, oh, like my girlfriend's on TikTok um, like all the time or something like that. And he's like, oh, you're dating a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> actually, no. Nope. I'm a heart 32 yeah. and I got a kid. <laughs> Um, uh, it's a teen it's we're either teenagers or we're moms yeah that's what tiktok is i'm just trying you know just trying to stay <laughs> trying to stay with it as much as i'm hanging on to my youth as much as i can as i'm flipping away oh um i don't want my youth back oh, oh god i just yeah but i want yeah okay wait but the, well, keep going, things, I, go ahead go ahead oh no 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 i was just gonna say that no 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 you keep going keep going keep going keep going mm. 
Uh, I need a sip of my beer. Um, okay. It said, aren't you worried? It was like a girl and like she has like a TikTok with her husband or something and her husband's like super hot, I guess. I don't know. She was like, people always DM me like, aren't you worried he's going to cheat on you? Oh, God. No. And she's like, here's the thing. No, because if he's going to cheat on me, I have, or here's the thing. No, because I have no control over that. And two, if he's going to cheat on me, I'm going to drive over. I'm going to drive him over to her house and say, all right, have fucking fun. And I'm like, <laughs> that's such, it's, it's like the most simplistic mentality, but it's like so true. Like we have no control over other people, other friendships. Like I can't control if you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're not going to like me. You know, you know, like you, like, you know, like I, I can't control any of that. And right. it's, and especially like being in, in a relationship, like, you want to be with somebody who really wants to be with you because yes. there are, t- there's temptation everywhere. There's, um, any, especially in this world, we get really fucking bored easily and we mm-hmm. are always looking for, maybe there's something better out there. Maybe there's, and it's like, no, I want to, I want to live in a place for me and what I hope my relationships are is that it's a mutual level of, of love and respect right. and, and, and being right. there. And I haven't had that in, no. you know, and, and like, no, it seems unrealistic. Yeah. Well, even that, that, that mentality speaks to me too, that like, Oh, maybe there's something better out there. Cause I, we used to talk about that in New York, living in New York. It was always like New York, when you're dating in New York, it's so hard because everybody always thinks there's something better. They're going for yeah. something. Cause New York, it's just the way it's just the vibe. It's like kind of whatever. But you think about that and you go, what's wrong with you? look inside for a minute. Like if you need something better, something better, something better, you're not getting what you really want. Like we're talking, if you're just a normal person, not a sociopath. Okay. Let's talk about the normal people <laughs> who, who are striving for something better, something better. They're, they're, they're not happy with their life. Figure out what fucking makes you happy and then find things that fulfill that. And I yeah. think it's kind of that simple. Like we don't give ourselves time to understand what fulfills us. And I'm saying yep. this as a 36 year old woman who's still figuring out what fulfills me and yep. loving my life now more than I ever have, because I'm finally exploring things in a way that I've never done before because I've never felt comfortable or safe or allowed, mostly allowed, which is mm-hmm. fucked up because I'm my own person. I'm allowed to do whatever I want to, but it's, yep. there's things that hold you back. And limiting I think beliefs. now to it's limiting beliefs that are coming from somewhere. And yep. I, generational shit too. And I think that now if I were to find somebody or if I wanted to start dating or if I was really looking for that, it would be a an insanely different relationship than any I had been in before because one, I know what I want and I'm less tolerant of bullshit, yep. really. And, and like bullshit to me means something different than you. It means something different than anybody else. But like, I'm not going to tolerate. I have a child. I have a right. child. And... Uh, I have a life built and it's kind of cool to have your own life built because I feel like I was always looking for someone else to help me build that life instead of trying to build it myself. Yeah. So it's sort of like now that we're in a place where we've built our own lives, looking at a relationship is different because you're fulfilled. I don't need someone to complete me. I need someone to compliment me. Yeah. I need someone to be a fucking safe place partner who is going to lift me up. I'm going to do the same. We're going to be there for each other. We're going to help each other out. But it's not like that. What I used to think was love and what was real was one, you know, uh, they're half my heart. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's less that I need you to be who I am and I'm fucking who I am. And I want to choose you 
so that we can do this shit together sort yep. of thing. And that's like the, right? that's like the ultimate goal there, right? Like you want, I think, and again, we're talking about us. This is, this is, I think you and I, in our perspectives on what we want and um, think that we deserve. From two people who, right, who have never been married. Who have never been married. <laughs> and this is why, because we're not fucking settling for shit. We're not right, settling for right. shit. You know, like we know this recently I I got bad vibes from somebody and I fucking dipped because we don't yeah. have time for that. You know, like we don't yeah. have time for lies and whatever it might be. Like, I think that that, and when you say I have a kid, like, and, and you say that a lot and you, and you, and you know, you, know, um, you say that a lot that I don't have time for bullshit because I have Owen, but I think it's, it's that. Yes. But I think also like, you're just growing into like a fucking badass motherfucker. And you're like, I don't have time for this shit anymore because I know what I want and I know what makes me feel good. And yes, Yes. there are certain things that need to happen because we have children. Like we want somebody who's likes a kid, right. Or, or will help us out. Yeah. Well, whatever. But I think it's also just like being confident in what you, what your self-worth is and knowing that your self-worth doesn't have space for other people's bullshit that yeah. I think that you should totally own in its entirety as for you. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. You're right. What, let me say it this way. I think that having Owen was the catalyst yeah. into me figuring out, oops, into me figuring out who I am. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why, except the fact that I had someone else to take responsibility for and being alone with a child Ugh, like I, I don't even know I don't even know how to explain it. Like I don't You've grown up a lot though. I don't have oh fuck yeah. Like I don't have time for literally anything that does not serve or fit into our life yeah. because I not only he has made me want to be a better person because I want to give him the best life. So so it's not because of it goes hand in hand. I it could I as a person chose to figure my fucking shit out and make myself the best human that I can be and show him positive as much as I can, positive uh, upbringing, you know, I'm trying harder because of him, but I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. Whatever, however that translates. He's an inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he was the, he was the catalyst. He was the catalyst for me doing whatever the fuck I want, which sounds insane, but it's true. No, it's like, I get it 10,000% because I think that if I was to be where I am right now, before I had a river, I wouldn't be where I am right now because I, the like maturity level maybe, but it's, I think it's also just like self, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, you know, it's hard because we have kids. It's hard to date. It's hard to be with people mm-hmm. who don't have kids. And, you know, right. um, it's tricky. And then it's like, okay, well, would this be easier if I didn't have a kid? And I'm, I owe her who I am now. I owe it, you know, obviously to myself. Yes, of course. But like you're saying, like, that, like I had to grow up and I had to, and mm-hmm. I, and I'm, it's like this like shield of like, I got people to protect and I'm, yeah. and I'm in that now. And she's made right. me have more self-worth for myself because Hell I want to yes. be there for her for yes. as long as I can. And so yeah. if I need to 
you know, take better care of myself or stand up for myself or not let her see bad shit happening in front of her. Like I need to be protecting that for herself and for me. And, and that's turned me into somebody who is, I think now very self-aware and, and I don't know if, if somebody lied to me five years ago, I probably would have been like, that's all good. Let's move past Mm -hmm. it. And then it happens again. That's all good. Let's move past it. Like, fucking like three red flags in weeks and it's like and I was just like no bye like I don't I don't care what I feel about you at this point because you're making me feel like shit and I'm out of here so I yeah I think that we we owe it to our kids we also owe it to ourselves and it's just um well we we do we owe it to ourselves because we chose to change we chose to change because that's why I'm saying it's like they're the catalyst uh, they didn't change us necessarily, but we changed for them. So it's just showing like, uh, the ability, the strength, the fucking, like, I'm, I know I talked about like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting, I'm starting to get to the idea of dating. It's a very new, like recent thing, but like I spent three and a half years now, more than that, because when I was pregnant, like I've spent all of this time alone. I've been alone for a long time Mm -hmm. and I am so grateful. I don't ever feel I've been lonely. Of course we had a fucking pandemic and I was stuck inside for three months. Yes. I've been lonely, but in the sense of like missing out on something, I've been able to do so many things. I moved to California. I started this podcast with you. I uh, am about to start my own business. I am uh, doing things I fucking love doing with people I love because I get to choose that. And I'm living in a place I've always, I wanted to live in California since I was a bitty. Like I, like all of these things, I'm looking in front of me at my manifestation paper. Mm -hmm. It's right in front of me. And it's saying these things like live in New York or California, own a business with my friend, like have a loving family, travel with my kid. Like these things that I wrote, two years ago. And it's like, I'm fucking doing them. Yeah. And I don't need a partner for that because I'm fulfilled with, with the people in my life. And I think that's what it is. It's like a bonus now. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Do I, do I want a partner? Like, look at this fucking shit. This is what I'm oh, I, have, right I have. I have it. I have it memorized. I know your manifestation station partner is empty. <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> But we did it. But but the best part of it too, wait, this is so funny to me too. It's like sibling, a family, a sibling or two for Owen. And like puppy, wealth, travel, adventures, love, 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 but partner's empty. So like yep. it doesn't have to. T- right. That's it, 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 that piece of paper. I looked at that so much when I was there. Because right? I, I, I think that, <laughs> listen, you and I had a conversation about manifesting shit. And yes, yes. Um, I've never done that. And we literally made a list of things I wanted in a human being that worked way too quickly. So I don't know. I know. That <laughs> happened like, real fast. It was like, I actually, I feel like it happened that day. It Maybe happened very, it was, and it was like quite honestly, like every single thing I wrote down, even to my like shallow fucking bullshit that I wrote. On there. I know, but that's the, that's the best part. That's just about, that's the bonus part. That's like the little icing on the cake part. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's, I, I, I love that piece of paper at your house. Like I would always just look at it because it is, it's so true. I mean, you do incredible things and you do them by yourself. And that is something not to be quiet about. I think it's, I, I think it's incredibly, you're an incredibly accomplished person and you should be yeah. so, I don't want to say you should be so proud of yourself because that's a gross thing to say, but I'm very proud of you. And I'm very well, proud I, to be I said that to you earlier. And you know why I said it to you earlier is because when I was reading about talking to your children, it's to teach them to be proud of themselves and not be reliant on other people's pride. So when I say I want you to be proud of yourself, it's because I want you to be self-fucking reliant. So that's why I said okay. it to I didn't even, I didn't so even pick up on that. that <laughs> um, but what I do want to say is I think manifestation is ideally figuring out what the fuck you want yep. and then it's in your head and you get to go, Oh, this is actually what I want. Like yeah. manifestation is going, I know what I want now. And then seeing it in your life and going towards those things, like go being the moth towards the flame and the flame is what you want. Like, yeah. you know, don't go to somebody's porch. You don't actually want to hang out on. I love it. Keep going. <laughs> More metaphors. <laughs> Let me keep going. I'm a moth and a, no, just, uh, I don't eat your clothes. I'm not one of those. Um, <laughs> what are they called? What are those? The, the moths that eat the clothes. Uh, I think they're just called moths, but I hope you're not going around. <laughs> hey, listen, you can date me. I'm not going to eat your clothes or anything, but. Uh... I, was, I was still a moth in that metaphor, please. <clears throat> Understand. Follow, follow. Uh, Oh my God. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but I think what, 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 uh, what was the catalyst, if I could use that word another, uh, time since I've used it at least 700 so far was that, was that post that you saw and it was like choosing not to get married, which I think so many of our generation are because it's yeah. just uh I mean I think there's many reasons I mean I think there's monetary reasons I think there's yeah. um you know life reasons that are different than 50 years ago but I also love that neither of us knew what the silent generation was and if anybody on this podcast knows what the silent generation is we still don't know we <laughs> we, we think they were born in the, the 40s it's before baby boomers right yeah 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 but what it's okay. So what this says is millennials are marrying less. Only forty four percent of millennials were married in two thousand nineteen, compared to fifty three percent of fifty three percent of Gen Xers, sixty one percent of Boomers, and eighty one percent of Silence, which uh, at a comparable age. Which basically to me just means you know these ninety year olds got married at twenty and right, and then they were like, "This is it." Yeah. Well, there's so, but there's also these other factors of, sorry, I just like lost it. All these other factors of like, uh, women not staying home as much and getting jobs and finding out what they want. Like the suppression yeah. of women has shifted. Yeah. So like, I mean, like, this just is have, it. it's like, yes. it's like, well, this is it. Not like this is <laughs> yeah, it. I'm in yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, right. I guess I live here now and, and right. my yeah. life and <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm, I'm stuck here because and reliant. Re- reliant. Yeah. Women weren't working yeah. and, and you weren't working. On you couldn't. Yeah. Yes. And even, 
I think about like when I was young, I remember having this conversation. It was with Karen, my stepmom. And she said, we were just talking about like when you wanted to get married. And I said, you know what? I want to have four kids, but I want to work. I want to have four kids, but I absolutely want to have a job and be a career person. There was never a part of me that was like, I want to stay home and uh, stay with my kids. It was just never something I wanted. I always knew. And and maybe it's because, maybe it's because I came from a a mixed family where I, I had a stepmother from a divorce and a father and a, you know, a mother who passed away. So it's like, for me, being able to support yourself was important because I came from people who had to support themselves. Right. You know, my dad was the one supporting himself, but it, which is, you know, general of, or more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Regular. Regular, <laughs> normal, right? But my mom worked. So, and my mom was fucking badass because she, not only she worked, she did her own thing. She painted in our basement. She was like, badass so I probably looked at her and went like I want to do what yeah. she's doing but anyway it's shit has changed yeah I, since the silent generation since this is whatever the fuck that is <laughs> no, women were silent generation. exactly women were silent and suppressed and now they're married to old wrinkly balls and they can't say it. <laughs> Well, they're also, they're probably old wrinkly balls themselves. I guess that's what happens if you marry someone. You have to one day eventually know that their balls are going to be old and wrinkly. Yes, yes, yes. I guess I'll have a, anyway. You you know, you get used to it at that point. I think you're old and wrinkly I'll be be old and wrinkly everywhere too, so. (laughs) Old wrinkly vagina, meet old wrinkly balls. (laughs) We are. Let's have some fucking fun. (laughs) Let's do it. Why not? Well, um. Um. Yeah, I was gonna. I I was gonna keep going talking about what we were talking no, about earlier, but I don't. I. It's so funny because when we were talking to this person, we were talking about how they were married before. Like, I the yeah. intention yeah. I think is different for everyone, and I that's I think that's what I find so fascinating. And when I said right, like, right. why did you get married? It's not like oh, you know, I'm not a. Maybe the general response was, we were in love and we wanted to get married. Mm-hmm. but it's like okay I've been in love and I wasn't getting married so what mm-hmm. you know like what what gets you to that point and um I think also something interesting to be talk about which doesn't need to be happening right now but like women proposing to men like the you know obviously yeah. that could go like in our gender roles conversation but or just reversing and whatever that is and I'm talking about hetero couples obviously but um I find that interesting too, because I could never do that. I could never, I'd be like, what if they say no? Like maybe they don't love me as much. If they're not doing it, why the hell would I be doing it? And like all of that, I don't know. That's a whole different story, but. Yeah, but that's also gender roles because it's like, if they're not asking me and they should be, they should be asking me. It's all tied up in that shit. Right, right, right. But it's, it's just. I I loved what that person said. Uh, when they said, I just want to find someone that's down with all my demons mm-hmm. because that's it. Yeah. Like I need someone who's okay with all the dark parts of me because I don't want to fucking hide it at this point. Right. And it's going to get hard and life's fucking hard and it's messy and it's dark. I think that's the most brilliant quote. Some cool conversations have come out of that thing because choosing to be around somebody that you feel like you can share those vulnerabilities with and those darker sides of you and, and feel like I'm just going to say this. I mean, I've had conversations 
um, with this person. And, and they were things that like are hard to talk about. And there are things that yeah, are not, yeah. um, that have to do with insecurities and, and things like that. And, and I think a lot of my demons quote unquote come from my past trauma. I've, I grew up watching, a, you know, a lot of, maybe you don't know, but I, I grew up, you know, um, watching a lot of abuse and that turned me into a very rebellious young child and, you know, mm-hmm. drugs fast and hard real quick. And, um, I think when I say that, like my life, there's just always something bad that's going to happen because my life has just been like so fucking tumultuous. tumultuous. I, I just feel like there's just always something bad is, yeah. is on the horizon. It's right yeah. around the corner. It's, yeah. it's making yeah. a left yeah. and it's going to find me, <laughs> you know, like it's, and those parts of me that still get triggered when I'm, when I'm doing like the other day, there was a song on and it was about um, abuse against there was a stepdad and a, and a mom and, and I started crying in the car and the person that I was with was like should I like turn this off like are you okay and I'm like, no I just need to go to therapy <laughs> true you know but those things that like are still gonna come out of me sometimes where I yeah I don't I have a dark past I feel like and I have a, I have a lot of dark things about myself and my mentality is a little bit dark I have a dark way of thinking about things obviously I'm saying I can't even like have a day of happiness because god forbid don't let it happen because then when it gets you I won't be caught off guard <laughs> I'll be like ready for it. like I'm one step ahead of you okay? uh, you know yeah. um you want it, it, I hope that for you and for me that we find people who who are down with our demons and who who want to yeah. who want to love them and you know something that like Bert Papaya says is and I was trying to I was looking I wasn't looking for it, I was thinking about looking for it the other day and it was like I want to be with somebody who loves me because of or no it wasn't Bert Papaya it was Caroline Reland she was saying about her husband that and she's like um, eclectic interesting like person and I kind of like just from following her I kind of like know what she's saying when she's saying this but she's right right um and she's saying that I want to be with somebody who loves me because of my flaws not despite them because we hear we hear so many things like I love you even though you yeah fuck that like even though you like have to watch like uh, football on Sundays with your socks on your ears like I don't know like Wait, as you're saying that way, uh, like it also, that also brings up to me, like I was, somebody had written or was saying um, for Father's Day, they were saying like, uh, oh, happy Father's Day, dads. Yeah. Uh, somebody was saying, oh, uh, love, love my, he's such a good dad, blah, blah, blah. He puts up with all these women and I oh. wanted to r- reach my Sorry. hand through the goddamn phone and be like, he doesn't put up with shit. Don't put yourself down like that. Like, yeah. if you're loud and a lot to handle and beautiful, then he's just fucking lucky to have you. Stop it. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Like, that puts up with... It's the same mentality. Like, yep. no, I don't want anybody to put up with me. I don't want... I don't want you. If you have to put up with me, <laughs> then leave. Like, Please leave. God, I leave. I don't know what to tell you. Just walk away. I know I'm a lot. Go. Right. Like, right. You know it's it's that's not uh, don't use that don't use those yeah take those words out of your dirty mouth <laughs> you lint liquor yeah you lint liquor <laughs> anybody got a <laughs> um 
anyway, sorry that I just brought that up, brought that to forefront mind. Like, well, it's, uh, it's that so convert that, that talk. It was a really good talk and maybe we'll get this person to come on the podcast because I mean, I'm sure we could find other people who've been married before, but, um, oh, yes, yeah. but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, who knows? Who knows? I, I mean, I, I don't ever want to say, like, I would never get married because I honestly don't think I will. I don't think it's just gonna not going to happen. Um, but that's why it's, we're see, just going to throw each other a wedding with just you and yeah. me and we'll tequila from, from and tacos <laughs> and music. Hell yeah. Well, from episodes ago when we wrote that drunk ass message yeah. of like we're just gonna have our own wedding yep the mother's day what? speech wedding <laughs> uh, yes the mother's day speech wedding but you know what it's it i actually do i think i do want to get married if it's right i or maybe i should say it that way maybe i should say uh i'm self-deprecating I think, when i say that because i'm saying i don't think anybody's yeah. ever gonna want to marry me well would i they, want to get married if I'm not in love, yeah, I'm going to say yes. But yeah, I'm saying the yes. reason I don't see it in the cards is because I don't think anybody's ever going to love me that much. To- well, that's fucked up and not true. And <laughs> let's stop with that limiting belief, you asshole. Uh, I would marry you tomorrow. I think I'd marry you too. Um, but, I, but I think that's like... You know, I, I I don't think there has to be, I don't think there also has to be this thing where it's like, oh, marriage is so terrible. And it's this, yeah, I don't love the idea of what marriage represents, but do I want to spend the rest of my life with somebody? And would I want to go to have a ceremony and a party and show my family and wear a fucking dress? Yes. So why does it have to be black and white? It doesn't. No. We are allowed to want it and not be obsessed, uh, with, it and need obsessed it. with it and need it. And also, you know, you're allowed to change your mind. So that's the yeah. great thing about life is, um, do I want the wedding I thought I might've had when I was 20? Fuck no. Um, do I want my favorite people surrounding me and this person I might, uh, may eventually find who I sometimes see in my dreams. And I'm like, Oh, there he is. <laughs> I literally have a dream about this guy on a playground. And I'm like, this is such a weird thing. Cause I've had it my whole life. It's this like dark haired guy and I meet him uh, at the monkey bars and we like hit it off and he's in these dreams randomly throughout my life and he just shows up and I don't see his face. I've never seen his face, but I see like, I know who he is. Anyway, I just imagine that like, that's my mental, my sounds like psyche being like, <laughs> it sounds like that was Caleb the other day and you didn't go to the fucking park. <laughs> Damn it. Caleb, I'll be back. <laughs> Caleb! <laughs> oh, God. What if he so happens to randomly come across this episode? Because he's like, oh, I, love I it. found... <laughs> I love it. No, no. Hi, Caleb. Are you, are you tall, dark, and handsome and like to go in the monkey bar? <laughs> looking, looking for... No, you know what? That's the kind of shit... and. I don't know. We we kind of touched on. Remember when I was talking about like Jonathan? Was it Jonathan Taylor? No, not Jonathan Taylor. No, Thomas. it was not. Joseph Gordon Levitt. You know, I like always thought like I had like a thing with, and like I've never been attracted to him, but I had like this thing. Yeah. Also, obviously, that didn't work out to anything. So this is right. completely well, irrelevant. Yeah. But I feel like that is that means something. That's like gotta mean something, you know. So what you have to I, do is just spend 
a lot of time oh, at the park, which you already do. I but I know I do. I actually we spend do. a lot of time at the park. But uh, most of most of those dads are married. Men are married, and I don't think that I want a like single man being at the single childless man at the park because that creeps me out too. So no, I, I but I think on the monkey bars. I just like sweet. <laughs> Hello, I'm a 40-year-old man swinging on monkey bars. I don't have a child. Do you want a date? Yes, I have to because my dreams told me so. Uh, uh, sad news, everybody. Sarah was murdered. Uh, no, no, no. But it's funny to me because I feel like I have dream- I, I like I'm, I feel I'm a little witchy. Sorry, yep. I just do. I have a little bit of, uh, there's a little bit of something in there. And I've had dreams that come true often so i i think i this this little dream that it keeps coming back i just keep thinking like what does this mean where is this going to come from like yeah hmm, what is this going to manifest into anyway but it also could be nothing because some of them are nothing like the one about the uh ceiling the uh roof tiles that turned into little clowns that ran after me i hope that doesn't turn into anything i hate that for you <laughs> it was the most terrifying dream uh that was the one jeremy renner was in i don't know if i told you oh, i love jeremy, jeremy renner, renner. Was in that dream yes well he did not save me from the tiny clowns uh there was an airbnb and it was the airbnb from hell apparently jesus it sounds like uh anyway willie's wonderland part two <laughs> <laughs> it was maybe that's where it came from my god i could draw it for you it's so vivid in my mind <clears throat> uh Anyway, anyway, I think that was a fun episode. Um, that was a super fun episode. And I like, you know, everybody who's listening who's married, you can at us all you want yeah. because we have no idea. We have no idea from that perspective. So, and we want to hear it. We'd love to hear it. We love all of the perspectives yeah. and everybody's experience, but you know, we don't, we don't, we haven't had it yet. So you get this, you get this, you get a bunch of, uh, <laughs> confusing theories that we have in our minds about <laughs> what about it is yeah what it is we really want and I, that, I think that's the most important thing and you know obviously we're not ragging on anybody for being married or, or marriage in general I think you know if, if it's for you it's for you and for me it's never felt that way but yeah um I am happy for you I want to know <laughs> Uh, that sounded a that, little condescending. That did sound a little condescending. <laughs> but I, you know, like I have marriages in my, like my brother and his wife, they've been married for, you know, over 10 years now and they got married super young and they're in it. Like they're fucking yeah. solid and, and they're happy and they're, in, and they like being married. They love being married to each other. So it's just different people and, and everything. Yeah. And it's just an interesting topic that it's, it's kind of dwindling away and, and whether that means that we're becoming fiercely independent strong people on our own and we don't feel the need to connect so badly with somebody else and get married right away and and I think there's a lot to be said about breaking social norms that might be a, a qualifying factor in these recent statistics decisions yes yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. which is great I, I, same power thing. to the people you know like good for you yeah yeah or yeah I mean I think whatever works for you works for you and I mm-hmm. I uh, I think that everybody's journey is different. And I, to, to your point, like, I'd be so sad if I didn't have my sisters and my sister-in-laws, my sister, yeah. like, my God, my brother has been in a relationship with Stephanie, uh, for like 17 years. They've been married, I think seven, they were together 10 or something like that. And like, 
I don't want her going anywhere. So don't get divorced. Stay yeah. married forever. Right. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I love all my sisters um, and none of them are blood. So like, I believe in marriage for people that it works for. Yeah. Um, and maybe someday it'll work for us, but you know, just not yet. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> well, <sighs> cool. Thanks for hanging out with us. That was fun. Yes, thank you. We love you. For the sake of marriage and all things holy, shake your beverages. Not your babies. Bye. Bye. Time to hit the bottle there. <laughs>